That's News to Me is brought to you by Twisted Dreams Comedy. I'm Mookie G. And I'm Erica Benefield. This is That's News to Me. Girl, what are you ranting about? I'm talking about the podcast News to Me. Have you never heard of it? Look, listen to the catchy jingle. Press play. Erica B and Mookie G and everything they say. Man, it's news to me. You got Mookie. So this story comes to us from allthatsinteresting.com. A, a region in Siberia says that they are coronavirus free because of a 2,400-year-old mummy. The Altai region of Siberia, A-L-T-A-I, um, they have this mummy that was excavated from the original burial ground in the Siberian permafrost in 1993. And they think that she was some sort of healer back before she died. Um, They've named her the Siberian Ice Maiden, and she's provided what they call divine protection ever since. So she was moved at one point. She was, her body was transported out of this region. And when they moved her, they experienced the worst earthquake that they had ever experienced. So they moved her back because apparently that pissed her off. And they were like, so sorry, we're going to take you back home now. Just kidding. And so they put her back and then they've been fine ever since. So they said, uh, when they were talking about the earthquake, they said, we shouldn't have touched her. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh my gosh. And apparently, um, the mummy is covered in well-preserved tattoos, which it says she has tattoos on both shoulders all the way to the wrist. One of the tattoos appears to be a mythological hybrid of a deer and a griffin's beak with Capricorn antlers. I don't know what a Capricorn antler is. I, I don't. And a griffin, isn't that like a walking lion that flies or something? I think so, yeah. yeah. And so, I don't know anything uh, Capricorn, I don't know anything about. Yeah, I don't either. But she was buried with all kinds of ornaments and six horses. So they think that because of all of those, the tattoos and the ornaments and the horses that she was a healer or a high priestess. Oh, so that would explain her moving to earth when they moved her. Right. The people of the region think that she is uh, capable of influencing political affairs of the world. And the Altai elders believe that it was Russia's constitutional crisis in 1993 and the outbreak of the war in Ukraine spared the Siberian area from being involved because of her. Um, oh, and they believe that the princess may have cursed Hillary Clinton. <laughs> what? Oh, read more about that. One of the biggest and perhaps most surprising political affairs believed to be affected by the mummy priestess was the 2016 U.S. presidential election. They believe that the princess of Yukok may have cursed Hillary Clinton. In November 1997, then First Lady Hillary Clinton visited Russia during her solo tour to promote human rights and the human rights initiative around the globe. And one of her stops was in the city of Novoris Birsk. I don't know how to pronounce that. But that's where the priestess mummy is kept. 
and she they so the diplomatic visit was hosted and they invited Hillary Clinton to come. As the story goes, a series of misfortunes struck local officials involved with Clinton's tour. Then two months after Clinton's fateful meeting with the mummy priestess, the Bill Clinton scandal broke. So they think that the mummy's curse affected Hillary Clinton. Wow. All this time I thought she because she uh, thought Hillary Clinton lost because of the Electoral College. Apparently, it's a mummy. Wow. Enter Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> I can't. Oh my gosh. Now that story got greater at the end. Yeah, that's news to me. I had no clue that that was, that's even printed. That's out there, people. It's printed. It is printed. So it's crazy. I mean, so this Siberian region says that this mummy is keeping them safe from coronavirus. It kept them safe from all kinds of scandals and it even impacted U.S. politics. Actually, world politics, because, I mean, our election really impacts a lot of things in the world. So it's a crazy, powerful mummy. I hope I'm that powerful when I'm 24,100 years old. I, seriously, I want to be that powerful now, but I'll right? take it. I'll take it at any point in time. Like, wow. Ugh. I think it's really every woman's secret dream to just like put curses on people when they do stupid <laughs> stuff. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of curses to go around right now that people want to just dole out. <laughs> Probably. You get a curse. You get a curse. You get a curse. <laughs> Everybody gets a curse. <laughs> Everybody gets a curse. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, well, so that's she could have been president but she made one bad move she pissed off an ice maiden that's it with tattoos mm. yeah that was a great story erica thank you i really the end that that really it really it gave gets me. you right yeah, it did it, it did it got me because it made it present day and that was pretty good i didn't see that one coming i didn't <laughs> see that one coming now when you think of the civil rights movement and what started it all in Montgomery, Alabama, most people think of Rosa Parks. Right. Well, the story I want to share with everyone today, there was someone actually before Rosa Parks. What? Yes. So most people think of Rosa Parks as the first person to refuse to give up their seat on a bus in Montgomery, Alabama. There were actually several women who came before her, one of whom was Claudette Colvin. Colvin. She was one of the first women to not give up her seat. And uh, you're saying and, Colvin, like C-O-L-V-I-N? Yes, yes. This my yeah. it's my um, my speech problem that I can't say Colvin. No, I, I heard for a minute COVID. <laughs> oh. Col Colvin. Sorry. Colvin. Not COVID. Colvin. <laughs> Claudette Colvin. Okay. Claudette. <laughs> Claudette. It was in it was uh, March second, nineteen fifty-five, when the fifteen-year-old schoolgirl, since she was fifteen, and she refused to move and go to the back of the month, uh, bus. Nine months before Rosa Parks uh, sat at the front of the bus and, went, and refused to move, so Rosa Parks is the one that got everything started. But there were actual, I, I believe it was three people, and Claudette was one of the first three to do it. So. Claudette. You know, it, 
Yes, Claudette. I give it up for Claudette, Claudette, Claudette. And she did several more as well. She had several more uh, protests as well, not just sitting in. Uh, she was in a segregated school. And as she learned things, she went out and took what she learned and tried to change the world. And she did it multiple years for a several long time. Let me say for several long times. I sound like <laughs> several long times, people. This is... This is why I'm on a podcast because this speech has to be heard by everyone. <laughs> I'm gonna start saying that. I did it several <laughs> long time. <but laughs> she did it for several years. Years, people. That's what I wanted to say. But long time came out. I don't know why. But anyway. <laughs> Claudette is an amazing woman. She was arrested, thrown in jail. Uh she was a one of the first women to uh, challenge the segregation law in court as well. So that's my news. That's my that's news to me. I every every now and then you hear stories or whispers that there was someone before Martin Luther King. There was someone before Rosa Parks. You know, whenever you hear of a first, there's always whispers of mm, that wasn't really the first. Right. And uh, you know, doing some research on Rosa Parks, I found this and I was like, wow, if there. Rosa Parks was not the first. And uh, it also goes along with uh, how Rosa Parks, that was planned. That's how that they got Martin Luther King and other leaders got together and planned for Rosa Parks not to go to the back of the bus and they start the Montgomery boycott. Look at that. Thanks people for listening. I can't say boycott. Thank you. I just said it. You said it. I did. I did. Yeah. That's a really cool story. Yes, it is. It is. I, I really. So, so the the Rosa Parks thing was planned. The yes. the um um oh gosh, what was her first name? Claudette. Claudette thing was not planned. Is that right? It was not. It was not planned. She planned to do it. She knew she was going to do it, but there was no backing no organized for her. Back. Yeah, no organ. She was fifteen years old. She was just like, okay, I'm going home, and I'm going to get on the bus, and I'm going to do this. At when 15 I was 15, if somebody, if a bus driver was like, ma'am, you need to stand up for this man, I'd be like, okay. And I'd be yeah. pissed about it, but I wouldn't be like, no, because what? I didn't have the gumption to do it at 15. I'm at 15, impressed. At 15, I, I don't, again, uh, I talk, we were talking about men uh, maturing. I wouldn't be mature enough to, uh, to, be, to, to have the resistance to say no. And also, my first thought would not be, I'm going to sit in this seat for a reason, for a cause. No. I say that because it's 2020 and I don't have to, but who knows what my, my mindset would have been back then. But right now, I don't, I don't know if I would have been able to do it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. How old is your daughter? 12. I had to think about 12. it. You had to think about it. <laughs> You had to think about it. Well, mm-hmm. so she, she at the time she was three years older than your daughter. So that's what, that's ninth grade. Yeah, that's ninth, that's ninth grade. grade. Yeah, so that's very young age to want to stand up and do things. It sure to, is against yeah. like a an authority, because once the cops come in, oh yeah, I would have backed down. I would have been a crying heap of tears. Right, and I mean. I mean, I'm sure the cops came and eventually she had to get out the seat, but she was like, I'm making a point by doing this. Good for her. Yes. Kudos. We need more stories of people like that. Kudos to Claudette. Yes, we do need a lot of stories 
I don't have a hat on, but hats off to you, Claudette. Yes, very much so. We could use a few Claudettes here in 2020. That's right. That's going to be my new adjective for somebody if they do something badass. I'm going to call them Claudette. No, you, hey, you pull in the Claudette. Yes. Way to go, yes. Claudette. My name's yes. Frank. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Just, just work with the Claudette. That's what you Shut call. up, Claudette. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, have you ever been a part of any protest? Mm-mm. How about uh, you? I have. Uh, one accidentally, I was a part of a protest. It was, it was a gay rights protest going on in downtown Atlanta. And I didn't plan on going or being a part of it, but I was there and I was like, hey, I'm with y'all. Let's, you know, I support y'all. Y'all deserve rights too. Y'all want to get married? Get married. And so I, I stumbled upon that one. And then there's one in my hometown. Uh, I was there. It was for voting. I was a part of back with Jesse Jackson. But yeah, there was a protest back in my hometown with Jesse Jackson, and I was a part of that one with my mom. Wow. Yeah. I'm impressed. No, the closest I think anyone in my family has ever come to protesting is when the, uh, so two things. My grandmother was a part of both of them. Um, one of them, the, uh, the convenience store in Noxipater, Mississippi, was going to start selling nudie mags, and she oh. was like, no so she got a sign and she was picketing out front or at least she was going to i don't know if she ever did but in my mind she was just standing out there by herself with this piece of poster board <laughs> as men walked in and grabbed the magazines and and then so where i'm from in mississippi there is a an uh indian reservation really close in philadelphia mississippi and they were going to create and build a uh, casino, like a hard rock cafe, like all this stuff. And they, they did, it's there and it's incredibly successful and it's great. Um, my grandmother was gonna pick it there too because gambling. I'm impressed that you've been a part of changing history. Mm, I don't know about all that. I have to see, next time I go home, I'm gonna see if I can find that picture with me I had a suit on and everything. Yes, that was find it. I have to say, I have. I was this little kid with a suit on, waiting for Jesse Jackson to show up. And I will say this: after that, my mom didn't like Jesse Jackson anymore. (laughs) (laughs) What happened? (laughs) Uh, He showed up late, and he tried to uh, like it was. He was he was trying to get there to uh, he'll go in with people to vote. He got there late and the uh, voting booths closed, the voting <clears throat> closed. So he start, tried to make an uproar of, you won't let us vote or whatever. And my mom was like, I can't say what she said, but she's like, you late. <laughs> you are late. <laughs> you can't uh, you be but Jesse, you gotta be on time. You gotta be on time. Just, justice requires timeliness, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, Jesse made my mom mad that day. You don't make mama mad. That's and for I was sure. And I was out there in the suit, hot as all get out. I bet you were. Clothes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I had a suit on. Because uh, it was a fancy moment. I guess so. I guess so. But I do remember. Jackson, voting, protests. You got to dress in your Sunday best. Like, yeah, I guess. I guess that's true. Mm-hmm. That's right. Nowadays, I could protest in jeans. 
nowadays you can you don't you don't even have to wear clothes sometimes in protest. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Birthday suit and all. Yes. I don't know if I would do that. I would I don't want to scare people. <laughs> the protest was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, well that's been news to me. That's a great story. That's news to me. That's right. I'm gonna pull a cloud at one day in life. Maybe I will too. You will. So we're gonna do it together. Yeah. That's right. Uh, All right, Erica. It's been a pleasure. Lovely, lovely time speaking with you as always. Girl, what are you ranting about? I'm talking about the podcast news to me. Have you never heard of it? Look, listen to the catchy jingle. Press play. Erica B and Mookie G and everything they say, man, it's news to me. You got Mookie G and Erica B and everything they say, man, it's news to me. Found it in the peach, news to me. Every word do teach, cause it's news to me. You got news to me, news to me. Erica and Mookie and news to me. You can't say this not catchy. It is catchy. That didn't sound right.